Welcome to another Goodwill Industries of East Texas podcast. Today we are celebrating America's birthday, the 4th of July, 2021, 245 years of independence. And on this podcast, we will talk to Gloria Mitchell. Hi, Gloria. Hello, how are you today? I'm great, thank you. It is the 4th of July. It is America's birthday and I think it's important that we focus on those who have served our country in the U.S. military, and you are one of those. When were you in the military? What branch were you in? And talk a little bit about why you joined. From January 1976 to February 1996. I joined because, you know, wasn't too many jobs available here where I live, so I just went and joined, and I passed the test, and I kept it moving. So you decided to make a career in the military. What branch were you in? I was in the Army. And you decided to go in as a career, or did you join thinking you'd be in for a couple of years, and then you made a career? Exactly. That's what I thought. But I, after I got out of AIT, I decided I would just keep going as, you know, as much as I could enjoy it and do what has to be done. I just kept going. What was your motivation to serve our country? Well... I really didn't have a, a motivation, but I know to join the Army, my dad was in the Army, first of all. And I had a brother win, and he told me so much about it. And, and my motivation, how he talked about it, made me to make that decision to go. Did you have a number of people in your family who had served in the military before you, or was it just... It was just my brother and my dad that served before me, but after, it, at least a total of 11 of us. That was 10 of us in the Army, one was in the Navy, and I have a, a niece that's in the Army now. What did you learn about serving our country? I, I learned a lot about camaraderie, you know, the, the togetherness of, of people, all types of people for one thing, because, you know, here where I'm from was a, a, a variety of different types of people. And it, it, I learned a lot about things that I didn't know before I went in, such as how to do certain things and any bit of incident of some sort, things like that. You know, you could have, you don't have to be a military, it could be an incident at home. We learned a lot of stuff about that. Were you deployed or did you serve stateside? I was deployed overseas, but not in a wartime, but in most of the United States stateside. What was your role in the military? I was an administration clerk. And talk about that job. What did you do? Well, when you're in the military, you may go train for a certain occupational skills, but... They put you where they need you the most, and you can old JT on that train and still have that ability for your, your MOS, Military Occupation Specialist, is what it's called, what it is. For those of us who grew up in the 60s and 70s and then graduated and went on out into the world, a lot of us had not been that far removed from the Vietnam War. Was your take on serving our country based on what you had heard and seen about Vietnam? No, it was not. What did you think you were getting into? From listening to my brother, it was um, a regular job, but there comes with different types of duties you have to perform. And by us being raised by parents, you know, it's discipline, basically. We already were disciplined before we went in. You know, some people go into the military, they're not disciplined. They have to be taught to to be disciplined. But we were already disciplined to say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, that type of uh, answers when people talk to you, you know, paying attention and doing what you're asked to do without, you know, back talk. Why mine went so easy because I already knew how to respect people in authority. So what are your thoughts about patriotism as we celebrate our 245th birthday? To me, patriotism is that you, in in the military, you volunteer to do this job, so you must do as you're asked to do. But patriotism has to do with your country. There are different types of patriotism. Some people lean toward the left, some lean toward the right. 
so to speak. And I really don't have a whole lot to say about the patriotism, but it's not as it's not as bad as it used to be. People are still, uh, you know, uh, young people are still going in. Let's talk about serving our country. You know, we had a draft up until the early mid-70s. There are two different thoughts about the draft. There are those who think there should be a draft and all of us should serve. And then there are those who like the volunteer military. What are your thoughts? I don't think the draft is a, is a good way of getting people into the military for the fact is that you may draft this person and this person is not, he or she is not fit to be there. And as far as a volunteer yeah, same thing applies to that. You know, some people who volunteer, you know, some 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 young folks I know for a fact, they'll tell their kids, yeah, you join the military, but they're, they're still volunteering. When they volunteer, they're still not equipped to be in there because some of them are just not. If they haven't talked to anyone who's been there to tell them how it's supposed to be when you get there, it's not a nine to five job. It's not an eight to six or what, a, a number like that. Then they'll understand, but otherwise they won't. You had a complete career in the military. 20 years is considered a complete career, right? Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts after having a full career in the military and now having a few years, uh, almost 30, to look back on your career in the military? What thoughts can you give other Americans? I, I don't think I can say about that. It is your choice, and you have to pile a lot of things, think about a lot of things before you make that decision, and then go from there. To me, I think a lot of young people would benefit going maybe say for two years or something because they can learn a lot of discipline and stuff. But if you're not willing to do as you are asked to do, then there's no need for you to go. What would you say about the cost of freedom? Cost of freedom. People have to fight, serve, die? Yes, yes. Cost of freedom for the U.S. is is, uh, the military branches are the ones that's doing their job so that the ones who are back there can have freedom those who are enjoying the freedom, what message would you want them to hear? What I'd like them to do, the people go over to join the military, they're on their way home, say they come from a war or something. Respect those people no matter what, because if it wasn't for them, a lot of us wouldn't be still here. That someone be maybe taking over the U.S. as a whole, you know what I'm saying? What is your wish for the 4th of July this year? My wish is that the violence has to stop. No, there's too much violence in this country. It's that there's a limit, especially in Texas, where they're going to authorize people to carry their own weapon here and there. We have enough problem with weapons being used on people just for the sake of using it. You know what I'm saying? And, and that just, just tears me up to know that you can't even walk out your door. You can't even walk down the street anymore. You can't go to a school or something without something happening somewhere. It just gets to me every day. You have a message of peace. Exactly. And I don't know how we're going to get there. Nobody's going to pull it together. We are not going to pull it together. My message for the 4th of July for everyone in the United States is for happiness and peace. Thank you for your service. Thanks for taking the time to join us on the Goodwill Industries of East Texas podcast.